You're listening to the Innovation Made Easy podcast, episode number eight. Welcome to the Innovation Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Chiara Covone, with 20 years experience on my back climbing the corporate ladder. And I'm here today to unfold insights of leadership wisdom to help you achieve success both at work and in life. Are you ready to create your own success story? Then let's dive in. So today I want to talk about how do we measure success? And I want to talk about it in the context of personally thinking about success, not so much um, at a company level, but really at an individual level. How do we achieve success in our own life? What do we define by that? What is important? What is not important? How do we mix it up? So let's start by asking the question of what does the word success mean to us? You know, if I say the word success, what, what does it elicit in your brain? And being successful, what does it mean for you? Because there is a huge association of the word success with money and being able to purchase things that demonstrate success. But the reality is that success is what you define for yourself and how you want to define success for yourself. I think it's part of our culture that we are striving towards success. Particularly in the Western world, there might be some exceptions in some cultures, but the cultures that I've been living in, um, success is definitely high on the agenda. Maybe here in Sweden, actually a little bit less than other countries, but in general, it is really, really high on the agenda. And the reason is that somehow there is this misconception that there is a promise of happiness at the end of it. As if, you know, when you, were, when you get successful, then you can be happy. So if you think about really successful people, who is it that come to your mind? I want you really to immediately think, you know, who pops in, in your brain in terms of visual. And usually it is people that have a lot of money. Usually they have created big empires or big corporations, or maybe they're really famous people. Famous people that, you know, you see on shows like rock stars and pop stars um, or football players or <laughs> tennis player, whatever other profession, um, but how known they are, right? Those are the people that are considered by so many people as the successful people. So I think it's pretty normal that we think success means that you've made a lot of money and a lot of people know who you are. This is kind of a universally accepted definition of success. And, you know, it can be also that you're just very successful in your job, right? If you're an attorney or if you're a judge or if you are um, a medical doctor, some, sometimes there is a direct association of your job title with the definition of success, with the connotation, the label of success. It seems really to go along those professions. And part of the reason is that typically these professions also come with quite a good salary, right? 
Now, if we Google it um, and look up what definition of success really is, it is actually the achievement of a desired result. Interesting, right? It's the achievement of a desired result. So if we are going to go that success is the accomplishment then of an aim, then you have to have that aim in the first place. Which I think is quite surprising for many people, right? Because they haven't spent the time, they haven't done the work of defining for themselves what is it that you want to achieve. So how do you know if you're successful? How do you know if you have achieved success if you, are, if you aren't even clear on what success means for you, on what your aim is? So how do you know if you've attained it? Think about that. Interesting, right? So I believe that many of us are not deliberate enough about what success means for, for ourselves, for our own life. And, and then you are, you know, you're playing humble and say, well, I'm not successful. And it's because they're not meeting a societal definition of success. So you're not known by everybody. So nobody's stopping you on the street to ask for an autograph or a picture, a selfie. Um, or you don't have those titles or that money in the bank. And we're really trapped by what other people are imposing on us, what success means, if that even exists, or, or, your, or your thought about it. You know, what maybe your parents kind of hinted with their education of what success would mean for them or other people in our lives. So you really have to be deliberate about defining what your aim is. And then once you achieve it, you can call yourself successful. And so you probably are very successful already today. So how, have you set yourself up to be successful? Or have you been denying yourself the, the success, the celebration of your success? I think it's a really important question that you should ask yourself. Because if we're just chasing a somewhat vague and clear definition of success, then we just spend most of our time beating ourselves up for not having achieved something that we don't even have defined yet. We can't even put a finger on it. So the question really is, what is that you really want? What is that you want to achieve? What is your goal? And why do you want that? How much do you really want that? And I think it's really important to be clear on your why. Because it's not going to be an easy journey. You'll have to put some hard work into it. And the stronger your why, the stronger your desire, the higher the chance that you're going to actually achieve that. So the starting point of all the achievement is your why. Understanding your desire is one of the most important things that you can understand because it will help you create momentum towards the thing that you want to achieve. If you haven't built enough desire, if your why is not deep enough for something, you won't be able to achieve it. 
because there is a correlation between the weaker your desire, the less ambition, the less energy you're going to put towards your commitment. And the less your commitment, the less you're going to achieve anything. I, I know that we are trained and used to find excuses of why we're not successful. But most of the time, it really, the answer is within us. It's not an easy ride. There is hard work required. And when I'm saying hard work, I'm not saying the number of hours you've worked. For example, when I'm talking about hard work, it's actually a mental hard work. There is a lot of discomfort on the way that you have to go through to achieve your goals. And if your why is not deep enough, you're going to quit very early on. I love, um, I don't remember his name, but he talks about the seven level of whys. And, and it's so powerful because you're asking yourself really to go to the bottom of your why. Why are you doing that? Why is that going important for you? And then what answers you get, you ask again, and why is that important? And you ask again, it's really a bit um, tough to do that because you know, you're, you're good for the first two and three whys. After that, you kind of go a little bit numb. But try to do this exercise because ultimately that's what, how we define success, right? That's what we're talking about. So the why needs to be so, so deep in your root that you need probably also maybe to cry a little bit when you're thinking about that, <clears throat> when identifying that. So our brain is gonna try, try to talk us out of it. It's trying to convince us to go back to existing known path. And the only way for you to not lean into that voice is A, be aware of it, that is coming. <laughs> anticipate the obstacles and the conflicting desires that this voice is going to pull in front of you and have that strong why to go back to, to say, yes, brain, I hear you, but I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to be willing to fail and learn and understand and know me better and fight for my goals, fight for my dreams. So you have to decide what you want and you have to go get it. You have to go make your dreams come true and have the enough courage to go out there and fail and try harder and try it again until you get there. You have to put in your brain this notion that failure is not an option for you. But not because you are not you're arrogant. It's because you're not don't, you don't want to let yourself down. And if that's your goal, and if you, that is how you define success, about achieving that specific goal, nobody's imposing that on you. You decide what it is. But if once you do, make sure you like it. Make sure you like your why. And then go get it and stick to it. So I think the other really interesting thing that I'd like to introduce here is the differentiation between a growth mindset and a goal mindset. Because if you have a goal mindset, 
you're going to think that you need to do all the efforts to achieve that goal and then you're done. Then you're going to like, oh, I'm so successful. Now I can just relax. Can it really be like that? If, you, if your aim is become vice president for a company or become regional president or CEO of a company, what is going to happen when you get there? So you have to set yourself goals, but the reality is that you have to have a growth mindset, not a goal mindset, because you're gonna set yourself new goals once you achieve that. Great, celebrate that you achieved that goal, what's next? And I think I find it so interesting about the goal setting is that once we achieved it, we, we don't, we're already on to the next thing. And that's part of humanity. We're always on to the next evolution of ourselves. That's how, we evolve. And that is really what I think is important, that success. It's about the anticipation. It's not about the destination. It's about the process, the journey. Who you get to become on the journey to, to accomplish your goal, to make your results. It's not about what you get when you get there. I mean, don't get me wrong, what you get when you get there is really awesome, but that's not the reason you do it. That's not the reason why. Really think that about for yourself. Once you've achieved your goal, you know, you're going to go and move on to the next thing and set yourself new goals. That is just how it works. And so happiness doesn't come from that result. It's a process that evolves with you as you achieve the different layers of your own success, the different aims that you have defined for yourself. So I think we need, really need to differentiate those two terms, success and happiness. Success does not lead to happiness. We see it in a lot of cases of people that are very successful and famous and have a lot of money and still they're not very happy. And it's the other way around. Your happiness, that sentiment that you feel, that feeling, that contentment that you have, the joy that you feel in your body, that sentiment is what accompany you throughout your success. Earning your success is amazing. And what I'm saying is that Already at the point when you set the goal for yourself, when you decide that's really what I want to achieve, that is when you need to align with your goal and somehow start enjoying that goal as if it had already happened. So you can enjoy the benefits already today. You don't need to get there to be happy. You don't need to get there to be feeling complete. You are complete today as you are and you're just ambitious and you want to achieve that goal. That's why you're doing it. You're not doing to run after a feeling of happiness. Scarcity is not a motivator. You have to start, you have to start from a place of abundance, of happiness that you are feeling today with yourself and work with yourself to achieve that goal. So this is really the secret of the universe. This was really mind-blowing to me, um, and it is so powerful. Tony Robbins really talks a lot about it, that it is a, when you have 
when you decide what you want, what is really important for you and, and you have a really strong why, and then you basically visualize your dream as if it had already happened. And he actually really suggests that you do that on a daily basis. You know, when you do maybe your thought download in the morning or whatever moment of the day, that you really spend some time in the day. It doesn't need to be a long thing, but that you visualize it and you start, you know, feeling and and give a name to the emotions that you feel living that situation of it having achieved that success, having achieved that that goal. Another way to do this is projecting yourself into your future self. And re so reimagine yourself uh, that has already achieved the dream and ask yourself, what would this person tell you? What advice would this person give you? What advice would you give yourself, you know, your future self? What I noticed is that more than anything, when, when I do these visualizations, people are just offering really a lot of encouragement and you know my future self really tells me that it's totally doable that I can do it and it's not that big of a deal and and that they approve me and support me they you know the idea is great um, and I need to hear that I need to hear the me that tells me myself that it's going to be good it's going to be right it's rarely a knowledge gap that prevents us from our dreams because we can figure out stuff. We can learn how to do something. What keeps us from doing it is all that doubt, all that self-doubt we have, all that voice that is trying to talk us out of it. So I want to encourage you to really define the goal for yourself, define it smart, Define it specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. There is another piece of the puzzle that I would like also to introduce here um, when it comes to success and measuring success. And it has to do with scarcity versus abundance. A lot of people, and I've been one of those people, have the belief that it's a zero-sum game. If I have more money, then somebody else will have less money. If I'm successful, then somebody else will be less successful. If I share my wisdom, my knowledge, then they will have less. Um, and in fact, the opposite is true. The more you share, the more everybody grows. And the more abundance there is, the pie just gets bigger. So we are all, you know, many of us are trapped into this idea that we need to fight for the small piece in the pie. And we're focusing completely on the wrong thing. Instead, we should, we should all really be focusing on making the whole pie bigger. Why would you be less successful if somebody else is more successful? Why would you make less money if somebody else was making more money? Money is, is this abstract concept, right? And, and there is an abundance of it and we can, it's just gonna grow and be more available there. So if you 
If you don't take it, take that pocket of money that is there waiting for you, nobody else will. This was something my coach told me and I, I thought it was so powerful. Imagine there is some little money, little pocket of money or a lot of part of big pocket of money staying there for you to just go and grab it. And it's your responsibility to have big goals, to be able to reach that pocket of money and make it yours. And it's all in your power. If you really want it, go get it, make it yours. If you don't get it, nobody else is going to get it. It's just going to stay there waiting for you until you maybe change your mind, until you make more bigger commitment to yourself, towards yourself. Isn't that powerful? Thinking about the fact that your dreams are really in your power to make them happen. It's really up to you if you're committed, if you believe enough in yourself, if you define what success is for you and you just go get it, just make it happen. I hope this was inspiring and triggered some thoughts and some actions in particular. I really want you to start writing down your big goals or revise or check if your big goals are really smart and and let me know in the comments. Um, you will be able to access the comment box on my website. Thank you very much for tuning in. I wish you a wonderful week and talk to you next week. Hey, do you want to succeed at work while living your best life? Great then come over to my website, chiaracovone.com, as in C-H-I-A-R-A-C-O-V-O-N-E, and grab a free copy of my morning routine resource. It will get you ready for your best self every day in 20 minutes only. Thank you for tuning in, and I will be talking to you next week.